0: as always is dubs say what up dubs let me silence my what? phone oh. sorry i just want to silence my phone i want to be professional um yeah, it's it's which i know is not up. the norm
1: but uh we're gonna
0: do it today so
1: uh what's going on man not a whole lot man went to the aquarium yesterday got baked look at some fish oh yeah what aquarium is that new england aquarium where's that boston oh in boston yes sir we have uh like a hundred year old sea turtle is it it's fucking giant
0: do y'all have one of those like giant ass
1: tanks we have a giant tank that goes from like basically the ceiling of it to the floor and it's it, this there's like a ramp that goes up around it and you like the whole thing is glass so you can just like watch see the tank from the bottom it's not like the a tunnel situation top. though no sir i've been to a an aquarium in uh, toronto that had a tunnel which was badass
0: it's so yeah. dope isn't it
1: yeah it's wicked cool especially if you get baked
0: like it's super fucking yeah. cool if
1: you get baked uh, <laughs> i was not high when i went to the one in toronto but i imagine it would have been pretty fucking sweet um yeah i had to get covid tested before that though how was that at, somebody at work had it uh negative so good yeah but how
0: was the testing experience
1: Oh, uh, I just did, like, an at-home rapid test thing.
0: Oh, okay. All right, because, um, you know, some of them, they go way up there, hoss.
1: Yeah, no, I had it. I got tested, like, a couple, three, four months ago. I had, like, a throat infection. I had to get uh, tested for it, and it fucking sucked. They jammed it right on up your nose. Right? I mean, that shit goes in your skull, dude. Yeah, I felt it for, like, a day. I was like, all right, my nose... They just they fucked my whole day up. Yeah, dude. It's
0: fucked well, I guess I pro- I felt mine for maybe like 30 minutes, but I did a lot of cocaine in my youth, so a lot of shit's gone up my nose. So my nose is uh no virgin. Ain't nothing new. Dude. Yeah, no virgin. Don't have a virgin nose, that's for sure.
1: So, um oof. Yeah, let's get to it. It's not often we get to have a sports oriented oof, but that's exactly Fuck what we're Fuck yeah, got I love here. that. What's up? Uh, West Point Naval Academy. They have a, you know, an army. Oh, excuse me. They have a rivalry with Navy. The Army-Navy football game, right? Famous. Um. They also have a tradition where they steal each other's mascots. Right. Uh, West Army went after Navy's goat, and they stole the wrong goat. Uh, U.S. Military Academy cadets traveled this weekend to a farm near Annapolis, Maryland that is home to Navy mascot Bill, who belongs to a long line of goat mascots with the same name. Cadets gave chase to the spooked goats, and instead of grabbing bill number 37, they came away with bill number 34, a one-horned 14-year-old retiree, according to the New York Times. West Point officials could not confirm details of the incident Tuesday, but said the animal was returned safely and that they were investigating those responsible. Um, I just like the imagery that they picked up like the old decrepit goat they like that they caught they took the one that they could catch. They spooked the goats, they're running everywhere, and they caught the old one that was like, no, guys, please, you're grabbing the wrong goat, I promise you. Just wants to, like, sit around and do nothing until he dies, but no, they fucking damn near <laughs> gave him a heart attack.
0: Yeah, West Point's not far from me at all, dude. No? No, nah, it's maybe, like, 45 minutes east of me.
1: Crazy bastards.
0: Yeah, it's Yeah, yeah they're crazy bastards, that's for sure.
1: U.S. Military Academy and the U.S. Naval Academy are disappointed by the trust that was broken recently between our brothers and sisters in arms. These actions do not reflect either Academy's core values of dignity and respect. Read a prepared statement attributed to Superintendents Lieutenant General Daryl A. Williams and Vice Admiral Sean Buck. Nabbing mascots is a decades-long service academy tradition, typically viewed by the perpetrators as a prank, but has been officially off-limits since the early 1990s. In 2018, Army officials at West Point apologized after a falcon belonging to the Air Force Academy was injured during a prank. It's all fun and games until you fuck around and hurt a falcon. Falcon? We'll get to that in a little bit, because the Patriots did a whole lot of that. Uh, The Army-Navy game is on December 11th. Uh... I'm sure we have a little more extra bad blood coming to that one now because they fuck around and stole the old goat instead of the new one. Yeah. Goddamn degenerates we got serving our country.
0: Yeah. Every time I see a goat now, though, I can't help but think of the witch. Tom Brady. No. Have you ever seen the movie The Witch? I have not. Uh, There's a goat in it. Just uh, you should watch it. It's pretty. But you don't like horror movies, do you? They're all right. I mean, I'll watch them, but they're not my favorite. That's a pretty dope movie, but it's fucked up. But anyway, um, yeah, every time I see a goat now, I just think of the goat in that movie. Who's a little bastard. Um, <laughs> yeah, little bastard. yeah, he's a little bastard. Just watch the movie and you'll know exactly <laughs> what I mean. Um,
1: <laughs> I just like the, the funny thing now is like, as a little bastard. The funny thing is
0: like now if you ever watch that movie, you'd just be like, all right, when is this goat going to act like a bastard?
1: Yeah, that's yeah, probably. <laughs> that's all I'd be focused on for the whole movie, is the goat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, West Point is not
0: far from me at all. Like I said, maybe 30, 45 minutes east. It's, like, near the coast. Um, gotcha. Yeah, it's actually kind of a cool place, but, um, yeah. Not it's, your scene? N- no, dude you can't do drugs although you know what dude i'm gonna blow up the spot a little bit for a lot of these military school cats they party hard as fuck <laughs> i mean like hard like crazy hard like
1: like like hard drugs
0: hard yeah like all of it hard like i party hard but they go so much harder <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry I take, a, take a shot for every time <laughs> birdie said harder
0: i won't i'm not gonna use that voice anymore but like it was too funny in my head to say i party hard but they party harder <laughs> <laughs> uh speaking of getting baked i got some um kimbo kush pre-rolls kimbo Kush. it's called kimbo kush i'm pretty sure um and i smoked I. P. I smoked like half the joint
1: and i was in fucking outer space dude i had like the best thing happen to me today i came home from work and i took my first hit off of the bong and i coughed on my first hit i coughed pretty hard it was a big one and i was zooted. I was in outer space. Out ooter spoos. Outer spook. Like a solid hour and a half, two hours off of the one hit. And I was like, this is phenomenal.
0: Yeah, what this a great feeling, phenomenal. right? It's like yeah. being in high school
1: again. It was great. And then I finished the rest of my bowl before the show.
0: Yeah, I miss being like, high school high, like high, school so high. high school high. Where you just like so high school high was great. You can't even speak, but then like a homie hands you a bowl of cereal and you're like oh ah!
1: Just we used to, when we started getting high, we would play a uh, blunt ball, which I think I've told you about before. Yes. And then we would go get uh Reese's Puffs, get like two, three boxes of Reese's Puffs, and we'd just all come back to my buddy's house and just eat a bunch <laughs> of cereal and come down.
0: I had a homie, I won't say his name on the podcast, because I don't want to blow his spot out, but I would tell, tell me a story one time where, like, they were super baked and it was like three in the morning so they went to walmart just to get cereal and milk <laughs>
1: Yeah, and they got pulled o- they did. got
0: pulled over on the way home
1: oh jesus and the
0: cops were like why do you only have cereal and milk and they were so high they just couldn't <laughs> come up with a reason apparently they didn't say anything to the cop at all and then he just went all right go home <laughs> And he was, like, he was like, I can't believe we got away with it. And I was like, dude, you
1: didn't get away with it. You didn't and He get away absolutely with it. knew <laughs> you were high.
0: He just knew he couldn't prove it. Yeah, right. So he I, sent you
1: home. <laughs> on one of those drives to get um, Reese's Puffs, I was one of the highest, highest I don't even know, dude. Like, top three highest I've ever been. For sure. Uh-huh. And we, uh, my buddy was playing that the acid video. What the fuck is his name? Drinking out of cups. Yeah, Being drinking out of cups. Drinking out of cups. Being no way. No fucking way. Mr. Balloon Hands over here.
0: <laughs>
1: no fucking way. I'm the Tree Meister. <laughs> what is it that he says about
0: lighthouses? He says uh, something about lighthouses yeah, that's does. so fucking funny. Oh if he's like, if you don't like lighthouses, fuck you. He says something that's, like, <laughs> so goddamn funny. I can't remember. I can't remember. But anyway, something what happened about on his chair?
1: But, yeah, so we just listened to that, and I was, like, again, top three highest I've ever been. And we were just listening to that video, and I just remember, like trying so hard not to piss my pants laughing in the back of my buddy's car mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah dude remember- and then we like we i remember we got all of that shit like we went to the store got all of the snacks that we were gonna eat later and then we also went to mcdonald's <laughs> like we had a bunch of people left at the house and like four of us went in the car ride and we got mcdonald's for ourselves, and then came back with snacks for everyone that we also partook in
0: that's amazing <laughs> did i ever tell you one time When I was, like, a freshman in college, we all got super blazed. Are you drinking out of cups? No, but we ordered, I think there was three of us, and we ordered, like, $50 worth of Taco Bell between the three of us. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I've got another great story. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast. It's entirely possible that I have. Let me adjust my mic. Hold on.
1: Stone Stories Part 2.
0: Okay. So, one time, we went to see a band called the brian jones town massacre great band i Look really thought you
1: were gonna say the brian jones experience so that it no. turns into something different
0: <laughs> no really really good band um and it was my second time seeing them and they were like my favorite band at the time It still are but they're not like my favorite favorite they're my favorite favorite then so i took some acid and we go before we go like i wanted to get some water you know because we're going to be in a car we got to drive like two hours to dc so i'm like i need some water if i'm on acid so we go smart to smart f- play That's right? thinking ahead, right? So, but it hadn't kicked in yet, obviously. Um, but a bunch of shit happened and it took a while to get to the store. So by the time we get to the store, it's kicking in. And I'm like, it's all right. I can do this. I can do this. I've done this a hundred times. I can do this. And I get in there. I get my water. I get to the, the register to pay for the water. And I hear this voice, this like middle-aged woman's voice. And I'm like, that voice sounds so goddamn familiar. And then my next thought is, oh shit, that's my mom. <laughs> and I turn around and my mom is at the register behind me, and I am on acid. And oh, I just oh, oh. I just booked it to the back of the store. I just immediately walked away <laughs> to the back of the store. <laughs> and like hid back there for like 10 minutes and made one of my friends come in.
1: And was like, she like they redacted. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so that happened. Why then are you the, hiding behind the fucking paper towels? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> then the story gets worse, dude, because we get to D.C. we're And I'm like, all right, I need to eat before the show. So there's a McDonald's like right next to the club. So I'm like, all right, I'll just get a double cheeseburger. I go in and I'm like, I want a double cheeseburger and a small Coke. And the guy at the register keeps trying to tell me that you can get any size Coke for the same price. But because I'm on acid, I'm not understanding what he's saying. So... I don't remember it this way, but apparently I just yelled at him. I just want a double cheeseburger and the smallest Coke I can get. <laughs> and then he's like, "Okay." And then I realized I'm
1: this McDonald's.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so then I realized I don't have my wallet, and I'm like, "Fuck!" So I reach into my pocket, and I've got two dollars in change, which is all you need. Hold right? on. Is this going to be a tieback? Did you come back through the drive-thru and throw an alligator in through the fucking window? (laughs) No. I I, I realized I had $2 in change in my pocket. So um, the whole time, like, it's okay. It's all right. Like, everything's fine. Nobody's looking at you. And then I drop all the change on the floor. And I literally was saying – I thought I was saying this to myself. I thought in my head I was saying, you're a normal human being. Just pick up your change and pay for your food. But I was saying it out loud. So apparently there's this guy in McDonald's who just yelled at the cashier and is now going, you're a normal human being, just pick up your change and pay for your food. You're a normal human being, just pick up your change and pay for your food.
1: Uh. <laughs> oh my god. I, I, ju- I just remembered, I saw a man yesterday on the train who was wearing a homemade, handmade dog mask that was made out of, like, black and orange construction paper possibly and he was just taking pictures of himself in the train station what a weirdo it was one of the most bizarre sights i've ever seen my mom saw it first and she was like whoa whoa (laughs) i turned around (laughs) and i was like i double picked i was like the fuck is she talking about that looked better i was like well hold on what in the fuck is that right there (laughs) and we like went down the wrong staircase at first so we had to go back up past them and i was like thank god we get to take another fucking look at this shit
0: and he was with
1: he was with a woman oh no and she was clearly too attractive to be with him but she looked too young to be his mother and i was trying to figure out what what was going on there
0: okay could it be a brother sister situation
1: oh it could have been or was there that's like
0: a, intimate contact
1: there was no intimate contact she was on her phone like just staring down pretty much standing next to him while he was taking pictures of himself that's a brother like, sister situation but he was like bro. getting her in the picture too so yeah that's a good call that's a great call yeah. She was like, "God damn it! Why are you wearing this in public, you fucking asshole?" Yeah, she's like, trying to like make sure that people think she's not actually with him. But I was like, "No, nah, I see this." Yeah, she's always like, "God, War Pig, why are you so dorky?"
0: <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get back on track here. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we get to the sports?
1: I do. I want to talk about Jimmy Hoffa.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: what about jimmy hoffa
0: they think they found him yeah isn't that like didn't they say that like a year ago no no it was just the irishman it was just the movie the irishman yes yeah okay what happened (laughs) no
1: no you're confusing your life with john rambos again frank (laughs) you're confusing your life with robert de niro's life again
0: What happened with Jimmy? Oh, I see. Prompts FBI to
1: search under New Jersey Bridge. Yes, sir. The FBI obtained a search warrant to conduct a site survey underneath the Pulaski Skyway, said Mara Schneider, a spokeswoman for the Detroit field office. On October 25th and 26th, the FBI personnel from the Newark and Detroit field offices completed the survey, and that data is currently being analyzed, Schneider said in a statement Friday. She didn't indicate whether anything was removed because the affidavit in support of the search warrant was sealed by the court. We are unable to provide any additional information, Schneider said. Uh, the FBI's disclosure is another turn in a mystery of gripped law enforcement for more than 45 years. Uh, you know the story. Hoff is last seen going to uh, meet with two reputed gangsters at a restaurant, never seen again. Uh, f- Focus now in Jersey City, below a four-lane bridge where the sound of cars and trucks doesn't stop. Wild overgrown bushes thrive in the gritty industrial area, and green dumpsters abound. No one nearby at Interstate Waste Services offered a comment. Uh, I've been assured that the body hasn't been dug up yet. Journalist Don Muldea told the Associated Press, referring to the FBI's work in October. Um, basically, they got a deathbed confession from this guy named Frank Capola. Uh, Coppola said his father was dying in 2008 when he decided to reveal secrets. He explained how Hoffa's body was delivered to the landfill in 1975, placed in a steel drum, and buried with other barrels, bricks, and dirt, according to this reporter Gaia. Uh, Paul Capola worried that police might be watching, dug a hole on New Jersey State property about 100 yards from the landfill and dumped the unmarked barrel there. Then he put 15 to 30 steel drums on top of it, which were filled with toxic adhesives and bulldozed over. Uh, so, basically, they got to go through a whole lot of shit to dig that area up. But it took the dude, like, eight years, I guess, to actually come to the police. So, they're not sure if it's, like, how real it's going to be. Frank Coppola, I see
0: here, is a mob boss. Okay. Settled in Detroit. Interesting.
1: Frank Three Fingers, because he That's lacked a... two. That means he's legit. Yeah, you know, if you've got a... He's fucking Frankie Three Fingers.
0: Yeah, if you got a name like Frankie Three Fingers, <laughs> ain't no fucking around with Frankie. <laughs> fucking barrier. Go clean the bathrooms.
1: <laughs> Go clean the bathrooms, pussy hands. <laughs> Go clean the bathrooms.
0: Can we talk about that real quick before we get to sports?
1: Yeah, How we can.
0: How awesome is the Always Sunny podcast? It's really, really fucking good. I'm Dude, addicted. it killed me in the first five minutes because it starts with the gang gets racist which is obviously a problematic episode and the very first things out of their mouths is like that one didn't age well you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's so funny and then that cold open where, where they're like you know it is funny though racism like that <laughs> shit fucking <laughs> killed me dude like yeah bro it's just so fucking nice hilarious. to hear them like
1: I don't know just talk i was to loving this yeah you know? i was loving the stories of like before they got together yeah and, like they're talking about those videos that they made with like the mcpoils and cricket Yeah, and I, like i googled one of them up on youtube and i was like these are one of the weirdest fucking things i've ever seen <laughs> like they were out there but, uh, like, yeah, just little insight like that. Like, they wanted to call the show Jerks initially. Yeah, I'm so to, glad they didn't go with Jerks. Me too, bro. But, th- like, things like that are just awesome to hear. And, of course, they're fucking hilarious. And they have yeah. you know, 20 years worth of well, chemistry together. Yeah, and it's also,
0: like, kind of awesome to hear them talk about. Because there are things in episodes where it's like, you know, I'm not the most sensitive or easily offended human being. But I'll see things and be like, ugh. God, yeah that same, does not same. age well and to hear them be like yeah it's especially didn't age back well in at season all. one yeah exactly and for them to just for to hear them be like yeah it's fucking stupid and we probably shouldn't have made that joke but like we did it so sorry it's like it's just right. nice to hear them do that instead of like doubling down on it and like being douchebags about it i don't know something yeah. endearing about that to me but um yeah awesome podcast saving my fucking life right now that podcast
1: yeah, so good. And Need Dr. More.
0: Death. I don't know if you've listened to Doctor Death, but that shit's crazy, dude.
1: I've heard um the I mean I've heard the story, you know. Yeah, it's but I fucking to that. nuts,
0: dude. Just it I honestly like was super uncomfortable just because it's like all about spinal surgery and shit. And I was like, uh
1: ah, ah, the whole time. Yeah. it's yeah. a pretty
0: fucking nutty story. All right. Let's do sports. So what order do you <laughs> want to do this in today?
1: This is spurts.
0: Uh, that's what we're gonna call the episode let's do spurts let's do spurts
1: (laughs) what are we 25 minutes in (laughs) 21 close close um well we could do football first okay i mean first we'll get to a ravaging and then we'll get to football this wasn't football this should have been censored on tv this was nc 17 patriots 25 falcons zero Patriots advance to seven and four. Falcons fall to four and six. Um, Three different quarterbacks were choking on Patriot meat. Um, That would be Matt Ryan, Felipe Franks, and Mr. Josh Rosen. Falcons were the first team since 2002. uh, The Eagles were that last team. To have three different quarterbacks throw a pick in a game. Yeesh. Tough stuff. Um, they had two interceptions and about 10 seconds of game time. One was a pick six, and the other one ended the game. We just kneeled it mm-hmm. out after that. But one of the craziest things I've seen happen, we were already up, Falcons had no timeouts left, and we had the pick six from uh, Van Noy, right. who had a monster game. I thought typically NFL games, if that was the case, like there's they have no timeouts left you know we scored they can't physically win the game again they just call it a minute and a half yeah they just call it yeah
0: it's the mercy i thought that was
1: what happened minute and a half like you know what i mean it's just over they gave them the ball back and literally their first throw was an interception
0: oh god yeah i'm trying to come up with a reason as to why you would still let that like play out was it like i mean a the only thing is game? just because it's
1: it was a prime time game. it was thursday night. i guess that that must be why must be why because but it was i man. mean it was just like national television just patriots stomping the falcons into the fucking turf yeah that's that's rough stuff dude and there was supposed to be uh fucking eclipse that night it was supposed to last yeah, the uh, lunar eclipse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was supposed to last, was it twenty eight minutes and thirty seconds? Twenty eight. Yeah, supposedly, like the longest
0: of all time, or something like that.
1: Right, which was also the comeback. Or not
0: of all time, but like the longest in like four hundred years, or something crazy like that. Right,
1: right, 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 yeah. right, right. So right, it was just all pointing towards Patriots, and it was an absolute routing. Um Patriots officially in first with a Buffalo Bills loss to Indianapolis, which we'll get to in a second. Mac Jones is good. Defense is great, which is a playoff formula. Uh, we are now set at the best odds to win the Super Bowl. So anyone that hated on the Patriots said we were done. Suck my dick. We're back. All suck it! Back. Absolutely zero fucks given. I, I, Conor McGregor, i like to take this time to apologize to absolutely fucking no one. patriots are back uh now let's get to our division rival buffalo bills who got their fucking face stomped in in ralph wilson stadium uh jonathan taylor five touchdowns for the indianapolis colts a franchise record one shy of tying an nfl record taylor over 200 yards and five touchdowns is only the fifth player to do so that list includes jamal charles clinton portish sean alexander and jerry rice jonathan taylor rice 50-plus fantasy points. 53 in my league. That's disgusting. He won my fucking matchup by himself, essentially. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Um, Bills had four turnovers, three picks, and a fumble. Their offense has been pretty shaky the last couple weeks, merely going back to that Jaguars loss. And their defense, I mean, they couldn't stop the run game at all five right. touchdowns 200 plus yards to taylor like you you gotta be better than that yeah and like the first the first of all his last touchdown was in the third quarter right. and they didn't throw a pass play it, the entire fourth quarter they just all they did was run Oof. tough stuff yeah. um with that being said i got a couple questions for you here birdie okay the can the Colts catch the Titans? You know, the Titans are short without Henry. Uh, the Titans also lost this week to an inferior opponent. We'll get to them later. Um, the Colts' remaining schedule, they are home versus the Bucks, So, probably a loss. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a loss. At the Texans, they should win that game. Yep. Home versus the Patriots. They're going to get their face stomped in. Yep, I do believe that's a loss. At the Cardinals, loss. Yep. And versus the Raiders, that should be a win. That, yeah, I was going to say, that should be a win. Uh, so that's two and three, the remainder of the way. The Colts sit at six and five. That means you're finish eight and eight.
0: Right, and you're asking if they can catch who?
1: Hello? Uh, What? Hello? You cut out for a second.
0: Oh, my bad, bro. My bad. My internet is kind of spotty even though i just got it fucking upgraded who 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 would you ask me if they were trying to catch you were cutting out a little bit too the titans the titans what's the titans record
1: the titans have eight wins they have three losses they lost this week to the texans which was a really bad fucking game i don't
0: think you can catch them then
1: right they'd have to lose out
0: yeah exactly
1: yeah I don't, and the colt the titans and i don't, and I don't see ex- that happening no, and the Titans' remaining schedule is Patri- at Patriots, home versus the Jags, at the Steelers versus the Niners versus the Dolphins at the Texans.
0: Right, yeah, that's... I mean, you know, the Patriots game might be a little different, but a few of those are, should be wins. So, right, yeah. I mean, stranger things have happened before in the history of sports, in the history of spurts, but... Um, history of
1: spurts. This is spurts.
0: But, uh... I don't see
1: it going that way. Agreed. <laughs> Next up, Ravens Bears. Matt Nagy's a horrible coach. He needs to be fired on the spot. However, the Bears have never fired a coach in the history of their franchise in the middle of the season. Really? They let Mark Tressman play it out. They let fucking, uh, what's the other dude's name there? Lovey Smith, they let him play it out. They've never fired someone midseason. Can Matt Nagy be the first? Are they so done with him? that if The thing is, they play Detroit on Thursday. Detroit's 0-8-1. They don't even have their starting quarterback. They don't have their backup quarterback. They're down to their third string QB. If you lose on Thanksgiving to the Detroit Lions, the winless Detroit Lions, you have to be fired on the spot. I wholeheartedly agree with you. I mean, there's no other option. With no. the amount of shit that they go, like the, the Bears have been through with this fucking guy, uh, the fact they still have him is ridiculous. But if you allow him to lose another game, especially to the Lions, he's got to go. Man.
0: Yeah, I mean... He's got to go. Yeah. I don't honestly, like, don't care who you are, it, like, how good your team is. If you lose to the Lions, it's at least, like, a dressing down.
1: Yeah. So I got that one circled on Thursday. We'll get to our... Uh, thanksgiving day preview a little later (laughs) uh lamar jackson out again with some sort of mystery stomach illness this is like the third or fourth game in his career he's missed with some sort of stomach thing you remember in the playoffs last year not not the playoffs maybe right before him he had to take a shit mid-game you remember that yes yeah his name on my uh, fantasy team is mr hanky but (laughs) I think it's time to ask the question. Does he have Crohn's disease? Something of the sort? (laughs) Can you win and then off of that, can you win a Super Bowl with a guy with Crohn's disease? Yes. I don't know if you can, man. You need a game winning drive. What if he has to take a shit?
0: Yeah. I mean You shit your pants for the win, right?
1: That's what you do. Paul Pierce did. That's what you do. For everyone saying Paul Pierce didn't Including Paul Pierce I mean everyone's saying he did But Paul Pierce came out this week And said he didn't shit himself And his explanation was like A paragraph long And everyone was like If you Your explanation to shitting your pants Is longer than a sentence you, You're guilty mm. Which I kind of agree with Yeah Yeah I would say That's fair cop <laughs> And it's twelve years later, thirteen years later. <laughs> You're still coming out with paragraph long responses defending it. I love Paul Pierce. I'll never shame Paul Pierce. I won't even shame him for shitting himself. I think he should just embrace it. Stop lying. Yep. But anyway, back to football. Uh, Ravens sixteen, Bears thirteen. Like I said, Lamar was out with. Uh, I'm just gonna. He's got Crohn's until further. Yeah. further notice bears haven't won a game off a of bye week since 2013 that did not change tyler huntley was standing in for lamar jackson bears allowed tyler huntley who you probably never heard of in your life to lead a game-winning drive yeah never heard of him in my life yeah i he's got like the most auto-generated madden name of all time but he was eh, he was pretty meh all goddamn day but he was pretty good on that last drive comes down wins it um Bears no first round pick. So three and seven with no first round pick. That's a bit tough. Justin Fields got a concussion, so number uh one QB, tenth pick of the draft. Out. Concussed. Uh Andy Dalton is gonna be starting versus Mr. Tim Boyle for the Lions on Thanksgiving. We'll get to Tim Boyle in a little while too. Um Matt Nagy also smashed his fucking not smashed but he got really mad at his headset cuz it <laughs> apparently stopped working. Uh got <laughs> mad, called a timeout, yelled at the officials cuz he had to call the timeout cuz his headset wasn't working. Got a new headset. Then on 4th and 1, he went for it using a wildcat play that went for negative yards. So he snapped it directly to the running back who just got smashed in the backfield. <laughs> Uh, i saw a bunch of good tweets on twitter talking shit about matt nagy's play call there it was it was a good one it's a good one
0: that's amazing give me some good
1: chuckles but uh next up here stay in the nfc north division rivals packers versus the vikings this game started out so boring i wanted to change it and then it picked up rest of the game was fucking awesome vikings 34 packers 31 vikings won on a game-winning kick After an interception was overturned, um, Darnell Savage, uh, if you want to put that on Twitter real quick, Birdie, if you type in Darnell Savage interception, the first video that comes up is going to be the interception. Uh, It was overturned called not a catch. Uh, You can see it. He has it two hands, takes one step, takes two step, falls to the ground, and as he makes contact with the ground, he loses possession a little bit. That would have given the Packers pretty good field position on the last drive of the game in a tie ball game. So pretty, pretty much swung the tide of the game. Uh, Packers were pissed about it. Packers fans were even more pissed about it. Uh, Vikings come away with a win here, a big win, keeping them afloat in the wild card. Yeah,
0: wait, why, why is that not a catch?
1: I'm kind of with you, my friend. There was an interception just the week before for the Packers, which is basically their argument point. Um, Kevin King for the Packers had a very, very similar interception in the end zone, and it was called an int, and this one was reversed. I mean, the it was obviously different ones, but it's pretty is, much the same. Is, shit.
0: Does this get ruled a catch if Darnell Savage is a wide receiver?
1: <laughs> Fair question, right? Um, but yeah that's completely swung the game packers definitely were going to come down and score like there's no way they weren't um kurt cousins getting his head out of his ass in a contract year throwing to top five receiver for sure justin jefferson eight catches a buck 69 two touchdowns eagles passed on him for jalen rager shut out Meach. Devontae adams seven catches for a buck 15 and two touchdowns on the other side so it was a top five wide receiver duel there But like I said, Kirk Cousins getting his head out of his ass in a contract year, three touchdowns, three hundred plus yards in this one, up to twenty-one touchdowns on the season in two picks. Since I shit on him a couple couple uh, episodes ago, saying you can't win games with Kirk Cousins, yeah, he's three and zero with seven touchdowns and zero picks.
0: Yeah, hold on, I'm still watching it, but his knees down.
1: Yeah, that's basically the argument. His knee's down. He took two steps and his knee's down, and then he lost possession. Nah, bro, that's a catch.
0: I'm sorry, that's a catch. This is starting to feel a lot like goalie interference in hockey, dude. Like, what is it? What You
1: know what I mean? Like, what's a catch? I mean, what's a catch was Dez Bryant like, 2017. Yeah, I know, I know it's been a thing for a
0: minute, but, like, it keeps getting, like, yeah, it's. You still, keep it's, seeing things where you're like, I don't uh-huh. know, dude.
1: Like you yep. need
0: to define this clearly.
1: Goalie interference is a big one too. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, what is it really? Yeah, you know what I mean. Because like, I've it seen some. It in shell, I tell you what. Yeah, I've seen some before. Where I'm like, well, that was clearly goal to interference. Doesn't get called. And then I see somewhere. I'm like, really? That is. You know what I mean? Really
1: interesting. Okay, good bo- to know. Going to bo- use that for myself on the other end. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Fair take, fair take. Um, I got a question for the Packers and Bills after we get to the Cowboys game, but we'll get to the Lions here. Mr. Tim Boyle started QB for the Detroit Lions on Sunday, the 08 and 1 Detroit Lions. Uh they played the Cleveland Browns. 13 to 10. Browns came out on top in this one. 6 and 5 for them on the season. Tim Boyle, 15 for 23. 77 yards, zero touchdowns, and two interceptions. Uh, you're saying, wow, third string quarterback. You know, what else can you expect from him? Two interceptions, it happens. Um, I don't know why he's there to begin with, because in college, three seasons. Uh, this was... Over four, over 15 games started. I think it was 17, if I'm remembering correctly. 1,200 yards, one touchdown, 13 interceptions. Mm. Three seasons mm. in college. How the fuck does that get to the NFL? I don't know, man.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think it, it happens occasionally in every sport, you know? Um, right. Right. Sometimes it's, I mean, most of the time though, like those guys are like, uh, locker room guys, if you know what I mean?
1: Right. But that's but, a different situation. Oh, completely different situation. Right? And he's not a locker room guy. He got, he's like gotten in fights in locker rooms.
0: Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a completely right. Different situation. So yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I think your question is completely valid, but it's not one I have an answer for. Yeah.
1: Um, the Browns have won three games scoring less than seventeen points, which means you're playing bad competition, and your defense is pretty good. Um, <laughs> the Browns are not a playoff team; they're in that realm where like they're a step below a playoff team, right. which I think a lot of the AFC North is middling, right now. if you will. Right, and we you know one or two of those teams are gonna slip in, so their playoff hopes are still alive. But Baker's so hurt. Your offensive line is torn to shit. Your defense is good, but not great right now, and it could be great with some of the stars you have on it. And you really don't have a passing game, whether that's the line, Baker's injury, targets, I mean, whatever that may be. You run the ball down everyone's throat, but you can only do that for so long. And, again, your backs didn't even make it a whole season doing that. So, Yeah i don't know it still sucks being a browns fan i'm sure as it has for 20 plus years yeah next up Boyle versus dalton on thursday like i said that's going to be a shit show and we'll uh pick that in a little bit washington football club 27 panthers 21 cam newton's first start back in carolina he didn't look bad uh three total touchdowns Christian McCaffrey looked pretty good, but Washington Football Club looked better. Terry McLaurin, some long receptions. Heineke looked good for the second straight week. Uh Gibson was good, but he had his fifth fumble of the season, but they ended up fucking pulling it out. Good for the Washington Football Club. And they're gonna get they're gonna be on that in the hunt graphic that you start seeing from here on out the rest of the season. Yeah. I love that graphic. There's always like eight teams on there that you're like, they're not making the playoffs. <laughs> NFL. They're going to have a top five pick. They're not in the hunt. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, they got to put some meat in the seats, bro. Yep. Got to sell tickets. Got to sell tickets. Right? Shit happens. Um, next up, Texans-Titans. It's, I don't really have much on this. Titans lose to bad teams. Ryan Tannehill does not look good. Their offense is getting worse and worse without Derrick Henry. Uh, I. They're not going to stay top seed in the afc for much longer yeah and the, we're coming for that ass next week watch yourself tennessee <laughs> back Division. next up niners jags 30 to 10 the 49ers beat the jacksonville jaguars five and five for the niners this season they're starting to get hot um, Niners are more back than the Eagles Due to a big win last week And they're beating a team you should beat uh, By more points That's the only thing Eagles did the same thing They beat, they had a big win And then they beat a team they should beat But the Niners beat their opponent by more So
0: right.
1: They're more back in my book That's all that's separating them Both bad teams that shouldn't make the playoffs They're also in that you know Step beneath with the Cleveland Browns yeah, uh, Urban Meyer had a good quote in this one. We're not far off. I refuse to believe we're far off. You're far off, Urban. <laughs> You're far I didn't off. even You've know what to off. say.
0: Yeah, like get fucked.
1: You're two and eight, Urban. Yeah,
0: that's about as far off as you can get at this fucking point. Just about, bro. Just a fucking bout. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I mean, who's Trevor more Lawrence.
1: far off than you? The Lions? Maybe. Yeah. Because they have an older quarterback. At least you have Trevor Lawrence. Right? Who people are saying is a bust. Dude, he's fucking halfway through his first season with Urban Meyer as his coach. It was first season in the NFL has been disastrous thus far. And he's on the Jaguars who really don't have fucking shit around him. Yeah,
0: like no, nah, dude, look. This is the reactionary world we live in today. This is what I was talking about with Twitter. You know, everyone goes like worst case or like, you know,
1: best case. Yeah. It's like way no, over here is a, something there, yeah. or they're like you suck. There is a and fucking by by middle ground that literally changes daily. And yeah, there you got to that's where you find the sane sports fans that understand there's a fucking middle ground. Yeah, dude, like it's just like he's not a bust because his
0: fucking rookie year didn't go as planned when he's on a team that literally has next to nothing for also, him. Also, he's
1: done nothing but win his entire life. Like he was essentially undefeated in college. He lost what, two games to Alabama, three games? Right. I mean, Total. I don't know. I it's mean, just
0: like you can't there's
1: an adjustment and i like not every quarterback makes that adjustment in one year some do mac jones has but he's also got a lot better situation around him than trevor Lawrence does who may have the worst situation around him out of all the rookie qbs right but like Like justin fields is pretty dismal right now too but at least they have some weapons
0: right but like that's what i'm saying like it's one thing to say you know they're a bust when they're on like a really stellar team and they don't put up shit but like if you're on a a team that let's be honest isn't very good and you don't put up shit like you know shut the fuck
1: up dude like
0: it isn't very good like
1: the bottom three teams in the league are the lions the jags and the texans
0: right like you can't say that
1: yet you know what i mean right yeah i got no time for some shit like that bro no shit no fucking time urban meyer i'm so sick of him i'm right like so many big job openings in college football like i'm if i find it hard to believe he sticks around much longer i mean i don't think he's i don't think he makes it to the start of next season yeah we'll see we'll see but we shall see debo samuel having a stefan diggs breakout season i believe he's second in basically every receiving stat behind cooper cup been a beast and uh, Here's our ESPN 50% shooting on a full moon When the gym is under 70 degrees stat of the week Jimmy G highest winning percentage on the road Of any quarterback since 2000 uh, mm. Really doesn't mean anything But it sounds fucking wild So that's really the point of our E5SFMWGU70 stat of the week <laughs> uh, That
0: acronym is strong
1: It's a strong acronym You know an acronym's strong when it's got numbers in it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Saints Eagles. Uh, we were talking about this game a second ago. Eagles forty, Saints twenty-nine. Five and six for the Eagles. Five and five for the Saints. Eagles are rolling a little bit. Still in that tier below. I still don't like Jalen Hurts. I still don't like Nick Sirianni. I like Devontae Smith. And that's really it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Devontae Smith's a stud, but other than that, the Eagles don't have much to offer me. I think everyone's going to get a little bit too hype on them, and they're going to fall apart. They'll be just outside the playoffs because it's the NFC least, and they will fucking find a way. Cowboys are the only good team in that division right now, and I just have a feeling they're going to shoot themselves in the foot after that game against Kansas City. And... I got here. Saints lost three straight and gave. have a short week against Buffalo this week. Uh, They play Buffalo Thursday night. They're the latest game on Thanksgiving. So I see another loss for the Saints there, but if Buffalo does somehow lose to the Saints, it's time to press the panic button for them. Patriots would be red hot. Buffalo would be ice cold, so that's a must win for Buffalo there. Uh, No Alvin Kamara, no Jameis Winston. The Saints offense is and no Michael Thomas, of course, pretty much stagnant at this point. I mean, the fact they put up 29 points is crazy. Darius Slay had three defensive touchdowns uh, last four weeks. Huge defensive production for Darius Slay and the Eagles, which means a lot of their um, you know, good fortunes, good field positions, some, some points are coming from the defense. It's not all Jalen Hurts. Like, people are going to try to make you believe right now. Still don't like Jalen Hurts, clearly. Um, <laughs> some people think of the Eagles are good. No, the Saints suck. Like I said, the Eagles are in that tier beneath. I just think people will get overhyped, and they'll shit the bed. Right. Bengals Raiders, 32-13. Uh, not a whole lot from this one. Just some fun Derek Carr quotes. Raiders have lost five out of their last seven. Derek Carr says, the problems start and end with me. Oof. So, do we get rid of you? Yeah. Put your foot in your mouth there, bud. And again, they do this every fucking year. They start out hot. Everyone's like, Derek Carr, VP campaign. Da, 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 da. And then they shit the bed, and they end up missing the playoffs, and they're just the Raiders. They're mediocre. <laughs> they're mediocre. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they do. And it's what they do best. Uh, The Bengals kicker, Evan McPherson, has five kicks over 50 yards this year. All of his misses came in one game. Which was that Green Bay overtime game where they just went back and forth like a fucking shootout. Wild, though. Wild that that's like, I hope that goes the rest of the season. I hope those are his only misses or just come from one game.
0: Yeah. Who was the, oh my God. Did you see that one? Are we talking about the same person? No, sorry. Go ahead. I'll find it. Okay. I'll find it. Just go ahead. Continue with your coverage.
1: Uh, Next up was what I thought was going to be the game of the week the Chiefs and the Cowboys it was a bit of a stinker Uh, Cowboys fall to seven and three they only scored nine points against the Chiefs who scored 19 Uh, seven and four for the Chiefs back at the top of the AFC West with the Chargers and the Raiders falling. Uh, Everyone hiked this game up, including myself, so of course it fucking disappointed. Uh, The Chiefs are back. I didn't say it on the show last week, but in my head I did. Uh, If they win this game and their defense was pretty good, they would officially be back in my mind, and that's exactly what happened. I was hoping the Cowboys would win for probably the first time in my life because I hate the Chiefs. But uh yeah i was really enjoying them being bad and they're not they're back frank clark three sacks chiefs defense four straight games holding opponents under 17 if you remember and recall the chiefs defense is what people were saying was suspect and what was going to get them you know in trouble right they've stepped it up the last few weeks um, against some good competition the like i said the chargers and the raiders basically handed them back the division so this is the world we live in the chiefs are going to be uh, probably a top three seed in the AFC again. Fucking A. Uh, Cowboys were without Amari Cooper, COVID, and CeeDee Lamb with a concussion. So take that with a grain of salt, that nine points there. And Micah Parsons is probably Dallas's best player for the foreseeable future. He's, like, maybe already their best player as a rookie on defense. Dude's a fucking monster. He can rush the, rush the passion oh jesus rush the passer stop the run and play coverage if he needed to so i i don't know huge fan of michael parsons i think he's gonna be around for a while there cardinals 23 seahawks 13 9 and 2 for the cardinals they get uh, a little get right game here for them still no kyler murray Uh, colt mccoy is now 3 and 0 in seattle in his career three games on the road in seattle all with three different teams. He's won all of them. Colt McCoy is the Seahawks kryptonite. Now, hear me out. I know Russell Wilson is Jesus Christ incarnated. He came back from a middle finger and an injury to uh, get shut out by the Packers and then blown out by Colt McCoy. Hear me out. The Cardinals brought Trace McSorley up from the Ravens practice squad, so they clearly, like, they're, they're done with Colt McCoy right now. I mean... Writings on the wall. Seahawks should pew probably pew. go out and get Mr. Colt McCoy, Pew Pew, to come be their quarterback for uh, the future in Seattle. Not a bad move. If he's He's got a 100% winning percentage in Seattle, which has to be better than Russ's. <laughs> 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 that was pretty good. It's just, it's just facts. It's stats. It numbers is. don't lie. Bernie. You're right. The numbers don't lie. That's a hundred percent logical. Colt McCoy is thirty five years old, so you could get like maybe three, four years out of him. Maybe a Super Bowl run. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, this is sarcasm, but I, I hate Russ Wilson as well. Um, Seahawks might have the most talented, like roster on offense with the least production. I'm not saying they're the most talented offense in the NFL, but they're like, you know, a top 10 receiving core probably. Yeah, Yeah, no, we've talked about this before. They've scored 13 points the last two weeks with their quarterback coming back. They looked better with Geno Smith.
0: Yeah, we've talked about this before. Like on paper, it should be putting up more.
1: Yeah, and they just don't. They're 3-7. and They suck. Yeah. I mean, they need to blow shit up, bro. Their defense is either old or sucks. If they're young, they suck. If they're good, they're old. Right. And their offense is, you know, streaky as fuck. Yeah. But if those Russ Wilson trade rumors were true, let's just fucking blow it up, man. Go get the value back. Right. Do it. Uh Steelers 37, Chargers 41. This was a fucking wild game. Uh Herbert had a huge game. He rushed for nearly a hundred yards. Air Whoa. Bear rushing hour. Good for him. Steelers 27 points in the fourth quarter, which is a crazy amount of points for one quarter. Yeah, it is. Absolutely wild. <clears throat> um halftime 17 10 Chargers. Final score forty one thirty seven Chargers, but they got up to as much as a twenty plus point lead, and they fucking Steelers just clawed away. Best Big Ben has looked all season. The worst Najee Harris has looked all season. So I don't I don't know what's going on there. Maybe the Chargers just knew that was going to be the game plan. They're going to make Big Ben beat you. Which, he didn't, but he got damn fucking close. Deontay Johnson, good game. Uh, Probably the worst game all season from the Chargers. I mean, not the Chargers defense, excuse me. The Steelers defense, which has been a pretty good unit all season. They got torn apart by the air bear. And, uh, yeah, Chargers win. Like I said, they pretty much handed the division back to the Chiefs. They are a game back right now. So, you got to get another win over the Chiefs later in the season to get that back. Because they hold the tiebreaker if that happens yeah so it's go time for the chargers right now it's go time or blow time oh no blow time is right here mr daniel jones 30 to (laughs) 10 the buccaneers (laughs) defeated the giants on monday night football bucks to seven and three giants fall to three and seven um daniel jones one of the worst throws of all time and i'm not i'm not being facetious i'm not exaggerating Holy fucking shit, bro. He rolls out to his right. He's got one receiver about five yards off the line to the right. He's running just a little slant drag route looking thing. He's in quadruple coverage. Daniel Jones rolls out to that right. Guy's coming across the middle. Daniel Jones realizes he's going to get sacked. He starts running back to his left. Daniel Jones throws on the run. From his right to his left, the receiver that was running the slant five yards in front of him, I swear to God, was not 10 yards within the ball. He threw it straight to the defensive tackle for Tampa Bay, and this game was over from there. They were down like 10 points at that point, the third quarter, I want to say, somewhere around there, give or take. And once he threw that interception, it was game over. Horrible fucking throw, one of the worst I've ever seen. So the they Giants didn't score fired. since like past the second quarter, then no, because I no, know
0: no, no. that they got that short little pass in the second quarter,
1: got a touchdown, yes, sir. After that, it was shutout city, yeah, mm. little sad boy Daniel Jones. There was lots boy. of pictures of Mr. Sad Boy this on uh Monday night, it was beautiful. Some sad, uh, the faces. Giants fire Jason Garrett, another all time sad boy. Offensive coordinator was there for just—I uh, lost the number. I think it was twenty-three games, but bad, bad look, bad look. Needed somebody to blame for that one. Yeah, they go with Jason Garrett, uh, ousted Cowboys co- coach. I don't know if he gets another job, dude. He's—he's he's done. Yeah, I would say it's that's not a uh, that take will age well. He's a clown. Fucking clown shoes. Fucking clown shoes, bro. Next up, let's get a little, let's get a little preview, a little first preview of the year. Preview. The preview.
0: It's not as fun now that there's no one here who hates it.
1: True, but it's it's all right because it's only the first time we've done it this year. Right. <clears throat> uh Three games on Thanksgiving because there is you know so much on Thursday. I wanted to get to it a little bit. Bears-Lions, like I said, it's the Tim Boyle versus Andy Dalton show, but I want Andy Dalton to get fired. I mean, not Andy Dalton to get fired. He's fine. He's got a contract. Matt Nagy. I want Matt Nagy to get fired. Whoa. So I'm on the Lions for this one, Bernie, just out of you know pure hope. And I like Dan Campbell, even though he's 0-8-1. Yeah. I like yeah. him more than Sirianni, who's about to get his team back to a winning record. Fair enough. Um, Cowboys Raiders Cowboys usually play pretty good on Thanksgiving And the Raiders are you know Trending downward and dying So I got the Cowboys in that one I think that's the right pick Yeah And then Saints Bills The night game Uh, Like I said the Saints are fucking reeling I really want Buffalo to lose this one But I'm, I'm I just Buffalo. have to I have to pick Buffalo I mean that's a get right game Yeah, bad loss, bad loss to the um, the Jags a couple weeks ago. Yeah, people are gonna be like, "Ah, Saints are still good." The Saints are not good. They have nobody left. They're so hurt. Yeah, it's what we call a trap game. Right, exactly. So the Bills are gonna win that one, and but I'll hold on to the hope that if they don't, game over. Yeah, yeah. East is ours. Uh, that will do it for me for football
0: this Woo! okay so don't i don't ever want to hear nobody complaining we ain't covering no football because that's like 45 minutes worth of coverage right there
1: yeah it's a big week big week
0: yeah get fucked playoff right. implications coming. get fucked all right so let's let's blow through the nba and the nhl and the mlb because uh we're gonna be running a little long today so let's try to get yes, through sir. this shit so yes sir uh, yes sir I what do you want to talk about first with basketball
1: I got my five things for the week. Okay. Uh, Five little takeaways here. First up on the list, the Sacramento Kings fired Luke Walton, uh, their head coach. Kings have lost seven of eight games before his firing, and they dropped to 6-11 on the season, leaving them 12th in the Western Conference. His his name was on the chopping block for a bit, so not surprised to see him go. Uh, They moved up an assistant coach up into his spot up to salary a little bit
0: yeah so. like a little interim situation
1: yes sir king's assistant coach rico hines has been promoted to the front of the bench uh alvin gentry will become the king's interim coach gentry's already under contract through 2022 and 2023 gets a raise to take interim job and in agreement on some benchmarks of success rest of the season with team to try and keep the job longer so basically if he performs well they'll let him keep it right But if not, he'll go back to his assistant coach role next season. Right. Number two, LeBron returned from his injury and uh, had his night ruined by the Celtics. I was calling that game on color cast, gave him the dick. It was fucking awesome. Beat the Lakers by 10 plus. We were uh, not favored. Yeah, right. Big win. Uh, Number three. Number three, I sent you a picture of Mr. Kyle Kuzma's pink sweater. Yeah, it's not so much the pink. It's not the pink at all. It's... I have no problem with the pink. It's yeah. the rest of it. Yeah, what the fuck is it? It's the length. It's that his hands are about, I don't know, a foot from the end of the sleeve. Possibly more than that, dude. Uh, and and he's, you know, he's 6'10". He's got long arms.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So it
1: begs the question, how long is this fucking sweater?
0: Yeah, I just don't understand, like, why. I don't either. Like, what in the fuck?
1: Like, how Like how do you put that on and be like, oh, yeah, this is cool. He looks like he wore uh, teenage girl giants. He, like, raided their fucking yes, wardrobe. Yes,
0: he does. He looked like he went into a teenager's closet who had giantism. Yep. And stole a sweater and wore it to the game.
1: He's like, man, I spilled a... Diet Coke on my shirt. I can't wear this. Media is gonna be up my ass about it. This is a better alternative. Yeah. It's not Kyle. No. War pig. War pig. Yeah. War, War pig. pig. Not a good look. Figure that shit out. Um. Next up, Colin Sexton. Season-ending injury for his torn meniscus. Uh, he was a name getting tossed around for trade block. You know, mid-season trade. Could boost a playoff team. That will not be the case. His torn meniscus will end his season uh, worse than first expected. So see what happens with Mr. Sexton. Last on the docket for the NBA this week is what I'm waiting to talk about. I sent you a video on it. Uh, LeBron needs to be blackballed from the league. It's finally time. Uh, he viciously assaulted Isaiah Stewart. He had him with his elbow causing blood. He ran away like a little bitch. Uh, he got his teammates in between, uh, rampaging Stewart. And I mean, he's just a threat to national security. <laughs> I, was really, I was, was really hoping with you were China. being hyperbolic about all of this.
0: I was really hoping you were. Now it's plain, plainly obvious that you are. I mean, look, man. Honestly, in that situation, it does not look purposeful, but it still could be. That's the thing. You know, and we can actually get to well, a story yes, no, much soul. very similar. Was
1: definitely, he had intent behind it, and he had absolutely zero remorse for it.
0: Right. I mean, because
1: everything's about LeBron.
0: Fair. We can get the you know, PK Subban does some similar behavior in hockey right now, and we'll get to uh, that we'll get, when we get, we'll to, get to the Devils. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We will. Uh, I was actually talking to my brother about the very thing. I'm sure you're going to want to talk about. Um. But yeah, it's still not a good look. Um, I mean, because my thing is, like, in order to draw... Bl- now, granted, it's pretty... If you hit someone in the eyebrow, it's pretty easy to draw blood. Like, right. that's one of the easiest places on a human being's Wicked face to, to cut open. It's, it's very easy. He's also
1: bleeding inside his mouth, though. Yeah, so... Also, I'm not going to justify Stewart's action. He went after LeBron like 45,000 times. He kept saying he was good. He kept saying he was good. And then the coaches pull him back and they let him go and he goes back after him. And I was like, got him. I mean, here's the thing though, bro. Like, I'm all
0: right. I'm not going to say it's acceptable behavior because, like, I don't want children to think that's acceptable behavior. But what I'll say is the same thing I said when all the shit went down with the Rangers in the Capitals last year and Bucnevich, you know, cross checked whatever is in the face. You know what I mean? Like it's like I was Bish saying I to Meach. I was like, bro, like I don't blame him at all. You know? Like I don't blame you at all. If somebody does some shit like that to you and they draw blood, you know what I'm saying? Or they fucking like, you know, could potentially end your career, like in Bucnevich's case. And then the league does really nothing and nobody fucking steps in. I'm going after him with every fucking thing I got, you know? So I don't, I don't honestly, his reaction doesn't bother me at all. I'm like, yeah, fucking look at you. You're fucking bleeding. You look like you were in a fucking octagon,
1: bro. Get after it. Stewart was suspended one more game than LeBron. Two games for Stewart, one for LeBron. How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, I
0: don't necessarily agree or disagree. I understand it. I think you have to keep
1: control of the game. I, I think they should have been suspended both, but I think it should have been suspended equally. Yeah, but you both played an equal part in it.
0: That's true. You're absolutely right. That's true. But I do think I don't agree with it, but I understand why they did it because you have to keep control of the game. You know, you have to make an example when people do shit like that or else you lose control and like it's just shit goes crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like next time they played each other, it would be, you know, it could be a potential fucking bloodbath, even though it already was. Um, Yeah. Fucking stupid is what it really is. LeBron needs to watch those bows, dude. Pistons bad boy basketball officially back. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is LeBron needs to watch them bows, dude.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I just think he should probably be expunged. I know you do. Think it'd just be best. For everyone. um Yeah, for everybody. Everyone involved. But I think that's gonna do it for Basketball. Okay. Alright, so let's talk about hockey.
0: So let's talk about the devils. And I take it you're referring to the jerseys.
1: Yes, the ones that say jerseys.
0: They are yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. right. <laughs> right. <laughs> They are. I do like them, though. I don't. I don't. You don't? No. I like the idea. I dislike the jersey. It's ugly as fuck. I like what they're going for with, like, the throwback stripes and the jersey logo itself doesn't look bad. But the way it's been implemented just looks bad. It's the wrong colors. Like, it's just bad. Tell me... Tell me it wouldn't look sweet on a hoodie, though. It would look dope on a hoodie, but that's different. It is
1: different. It's not a jersey.
0: Right. It's fucking different. You know, you don't have to pay fucking $250 for a hoodie. Like, I don't know. It just looks bad to me, dude. Like, it's. I feel like if it was white and red, it might not be so bad. Or red and white, like reverse the colors like. Either which way, it might not be as bad, but the the black and the white, I just, I'm not digging, man. I'm not digging it. And it's so funny because um, Shayna Goldman, who's like a Rangers analyst for The Athletic, posted a picture of today and was like, upon further review, these jerseys are still disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's so true. Like, they're not
1: good, man. They're not good. Um, i don't hate them they're not bad i i get i completely see your point yeah and my my biggest complaint like i get it it's jersey it's supposed to be like a city jersey like a lot of sports teams are doing right and now the nhl is right. trying to do it i get it but the fact that it says jersey, <laughs> jersey on, on the a front jersey? of your jersey is pretty <laughs> fucking ridiculous
0: like you couldn't even put like new and tiny letters above it you know what i mean like anything
1: else yeah. just a, uh, jersey. <laughs> these are our Jersey jerseys
0: oh my god okay um i want to talk we're going to stay on the devils because i want to talk about pk suban or as uh we're starting to call him on twitter pk slew ban because the dude is constantly slew footing people he's done it to two rangers now this season he like in one of the preseason games he did it to ryan reeves And it explaining slew footing for those that don't know. Yes. Yes. That's a thank you. Slew footing is when basically you stick your foot out to trip up another player and it could be potentially dangerous, especially around the boards, which is where PK loves to do it because people fall and, you know, twist their knees and their legs in weird ways. And it's just not great. Um,
1: and going down to the boards is always scary. Yeah,
0: exactly. You get hit off
1: of them, and shit, you know, right. shit can happen around the boards.
0: And that's normally, you know, what happens is someone gets hit onto the boards, and then when they come back, they get slew footed and they get tripped up and like, you know, tweak their knee or something. So he right. does it to Ryan Reeves in the beginning of the season, and it's fucking blatant. Um, but they don't do anything about it um, because it's hard to call. Was it egregious? It was fucking egregious. Well, then he does it uh, about a week ago to Sammy fucking Blay.
1: Who's now out for the season.
0: Yeah, who's now just done. And nothing is done about this. Nobody's really calling him out for it. A bunch of people, are, like somebody interviewed him. I want to say Tim Peel or something like the former ref and said and said basically like he's a good kid with bad habits. It's like, OK, he's a dirty player. You know what I mean? Like the first thing, like I, I looked at, I did when I read that is I looked at my brother and I was like, I mean, I could be a good kid all I want to, but if I go and rob a gas station and shoot the dude behind the counter in the forehead, I still killed him. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, just like, right now. That's a good get statement. fucked. Like, I don't give a yeah. shit. Like he's a dirty fucking player. Like get him the fuck out of here, bro. Like that's fucking bullshit. But Ryan Reeves is back. And I look, I gotta talk about this. All right, when we got Ryan Reeves, I was not—you were not happy. No, I am so on the b- Ryan Reeves train now. <laughs> like so fucking hard to see him beat the shit out of some people. It's you're like, not, right. dude. It's not just that. It's like the stuff he does, like all the time. Like every time before they go out on the ice, there's like a video of him in the tunnel, and he'll scream, "Shesty, release us!" <laughs> For <laughs> going to come out on the ice. Or like after that game, he was like, look, I'm not going to go." basically effectively what just said, and I'm paraphrasing here, as he said, I'm not going to go after PK Subban. He's a little bitch. He's not going to fight me and I'll get an instigating penalty and I'll put my team down. He's like, I'll just wait for somebody else to step up and I'll beat the shit out of them. You know, and I was like, or he was like, I'll see him on the ice. And when I get a chance, I'll take a run at him. That's what he said. And I was like, I fucking love this dude. <laughs> you know what i mean like, i knew you'd be on his train bro. just to like to, to it's have a matter of time to like look at someone and be like yeah i'm not gonna fight that guy because he won't fight me because he's a bitch like that's fucking am- like i don't know that just was like i'm on your fucking side now dude
1: birdie is the conductor even though of the you Ryan Ryan will Reeves
0: bandwagon you will never score a goal and like, never you'll never do
1: anything but beat the piss out of people I'm on board because you're a solid fucking dude. I love Sean Thornton until the death of me, man. You need right. those players on your team.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just something about having that guy who's just, like, fucking cool. You know, and doesn't always one come out favorite- in an interview and be like, yeah, I just got to get pucks, dude. You know, got to go north, south, not east, west. Like, he actually talks like a human. I
1: forget I mean? who, yeah, right. I forget who it was, but one of my favorite Thornton quotes, somebody, like, did some dirty shit on the ice. And uh, they went back to the bench, and then from our bench, he, like, leaned over to theirs, and he said, if I ever see you do that again, I'll let you pick the hand I beat the fuck out of you with. (laughs) Yeah, that's fucking amazing,
0: (laughs) dude. But, yeah, I mean, I love Ryan Reeves. He's the fucking man. Um, And I'm starting to come around on Gallant, too, man. Um, You know, a couple nights ago, they played the Sabres, and the Sabres record is actually kind of deceiving because they are a better team this year than they were last year. They're tougher to play against, that's for sure. Um, but the record's just not very good. Um, and so it was kind of a crazy game. Also we had Gurryv in net, and this is what I'm getting to. This is why I like I'm coming around on Golan because Rangers are up three to two, and then Gryev, being the shit goalie that he is, gives up two goals in 20 some seconds. So, they make it to the end of the second period, and Gallant pulls him and puts Shesterkin in. Most coaches won't do that. They'll be like, well, I already gave him the start. Like, I'll leave him in. You know what I mean? He didn't do that. He pulled him, got the two points, because you need the two points. Like, I'm starting to come around on Gallant too, bro. I'm starting to come around a little bit here. Bernie's getting excited. Look, we are we're, still, we're st- we might not even make it Ready to the playoffs. Ready to have those hopes
1: dashed oh, out that's on exact- Black Friday that's when exact- you play the
0: Bruins, my friend. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm getting at, dude. We're going to get to the playoffs and get stomped, but at least it's not David fucking Quinn. That's all that I'm really saying here. At least it's not David Quinn, and at least Ryan Reeves is a likable guy. Um, but speaking of injuries, we were talking about Sammy Blay being out for the rest of the season. A big one has happened um that i don't right you know. point
1: yeah dude four to six weeks Yeesh.
0: for the lightning who are already struggling bro yeah like i mean they're not you know doing terrible but what is that what is that they're <laughs> struggling.
1: is that karma yeah
0: right <laughs> that's exactly what i said dude i was like this is what you fucking you know what you get you get what you fucking deserve as the joker <laughs> would say yeah <laughs> so yeah that's a big one um apart from that i don't really have too much um except say go rangers um i got a question for you what's up
1: i think i already know your answer to it but i would love to hear your reasoning um the flames yeah. calgary yeah the flames of calgary averaging 1.42 even strength goals against. Uh, excuse me uh, Stroke 1.42 even strength goals against, which is the fewest in the NHL. I almost merged against and fewest, and I just decided to cut it out. A fewest, yeah. Um, I was gonna be, (laughs) I think, (laughs) GUIST,
0: yeah. They have the highest goal differential in the league. I think it's like a plus 27 last time I checked, which was earlier
1: today. So 1.42 even strength goals for them, goals against. Yeah, Oilers averaging 39.6 percent on the power play thus far, which I I know we've talked about is not sustainable. Yeah. Um, the next closest is St. Louis. They have uh, 28.9, so they have 11 percent higher than the next power play, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. With that being said, and for the sake of the question, if both teams can keep that up for the rest of the season, which one is more important to winning? You. A cup or getting you deep in the playoffs at the very least well
0: i mean that's kind of okay it's it's maybe a, it's
1: a would you rather more than a definitive right i was gonna answer. say
0: it's a good question but like it's kind of one that there's Preferred, not an a answer to because like you can score all day long but if you don't have defense you don't win you can have so let great me defense, but if you don't score you don't win so I think the key is so, can you do both, and I think Calgary does both than other teams. Better than other teams.
1: I like that, and you've we've already established your high on Calgary this season. But let me rephrase At least that far anyway. Yeah. You personally, you're building the team. Little armchair GM action here. Okay. You can be handed one of those stats, like that's what your team is going to do going into the playoffs. Would you rather your team be having that flame stat right there? You don't I'm this you don't know anything else on your team. Would you rather them have that 1.42 even strength goals against, or would you rather have them that 39.6% power play?
0: I would rather have the goals against stat.
1: I think I would too.
0: Because the thing is, especially if we're talking playoffs, bro, as you and I both know, the refs tend not to call penalties in the playoffs.
1: Right, and I was just going to, like, that's to my point, too. If the, like, penalties, you need something to happen for you to get on the power play. Exactly. You know what I mean? If you're just averaging 1.42 even strength goals against, that's more valuable because it's more consistent. Right, because, I mean, basically what that's
0: saying is if you can put up two to three goals of the game, you can win yes you know which you may not need to do that with a power play right which in and of itself is is actually not a sustainable mindset but calgary is not doing that calgary is still putting up four goals a game you know right not all the time but you know a lot of games are putting up four goals a game i really think as it stands right now and of course in hockey as we've talked about before it is always subject to change because i believe it is the most luck reliant sport of the big sports um but as it stands right now, Calgary, I think, has the strongest chance to win, not because they have the best players, not because of anything, you know, one thing in particular. It's everything. They're not letting people score on them, and they're putting up points. Whereas all the other teams in contention right now are putting up points, but they're letting people score on them. Or they're not letting people score on them, and they're not putting up enough points. The only other team that scares the living shit out of me in the league right now is Carolina.
1: Carolina's so fucking And good.
0: and Florida is is real good too, but Carolina's just a little bit better than Florida, I think.
1: Yeah, I also think Carolina's more set for the long haul than Florida is. I well yeah, you might be right about that. You might be right about that. I mean,
0: to me, like when you have Barkov, like you
1: I don't even mean on a yearly basis like just this year. I mean like sustainability. I think they're gonna be good for longer than Florida.
0: Yeah, you might be right. Um, that's That take will probably age well. Uh, Aho, like a fine wine. Because Aho is probably not going anywhere, and he's a monster. Um, Treshnikov. Treshnikov. The yeah, they're a pretty well-rounded team. So you, you might be right. It just comes down to contract we got my boy, at that point. Dougie Hamilton. Yeah, and also it depends on how long Brindamore stays behind the bench cuz I I think he's I, a good coach. He's a great coach. He's one of the best in the league and I think he's not going to stick around for too much longer. Maybe a couple more years.
1: Well, isn't he a Hurricanes guy?
0: Yes. He's he's basically said I won't coach unless it's for the Hurricanes, which leads me to believe that you know, the
1: inference there's conversations behind doors.
0: Well, I mean, the inference there to me is like, you don't really want to be doing this job except for this one team. So how long before you just don't really want to be doing this job anymore? Gotcha. You know, so maybe a couple more years. And I think that's going to be an interesting bit when he's gone, what happens, you know, but then again, you know, sometimes it's not the coach. Sometimes it is just the players. We'll see over the next few years we shall see. But that yeah, I mean I don't know if you have any other questions, but apart from that, I'm I'm pretty much done with the hockey for right now. We're in the like thick of the season, so there's not too much going on, you know. It's just yeah, exactly. teams grinding it just... out for playoff spots.
1: Right. So, um that's it for me for hockey. I just have a couple, I have three little things for baseball and then one quick little story about the Guardians, the brand new Cleveland Guardians. All right, let's do it. Uh, Red Sox extended Alex Cora through 2024. Um, extended isn't really the right word. They picked up his option. He had an okay. option for 2023 and 2024, which was picked up, of course. Um, next on the docket here, Wander Franco. 12-year, twenty two hundred and million extension, which is crazy fucking cheap. I mean, he's played just about the same amount of time as Tatis at this point. <laughs> And um, Tatis got what 330 something around there, yeah, the same length. And Wander Franco is a top prospect. I get it, he's not exactly a finished product yet, so you don't want to be paying him, you know, like that at this stage of his career. But the fact you locked him up for 12 years for a hundred less million than some of the guys that were getting signed the last year or two, right? I mean, that's a fucking bargain. That's a hometown discount. Yeah, so uh, okay. good good signing for the Rays. I'm not too excited about that one. Gonna have to keep playing Wander Franco for a while, who fucking ate against us this year. He was like the only part of the Rays that scared me in that uh I'm series. trying I'm trying surprised. to pull up
0: the stat line for for him right now. And my
1: phone is just not working.
0: Oh, wait, here we go. Uh, well, it's he, not bad. he
1: didn't play the whole season and i know he got he started out really really cold he was hitting under 200 to start the season and i believe he still finished with pretty good stats i mean he went oh, he finished he
0: finished 288
1: yeah 288 hitting and again i think he started out under 200 for the first month or so he was up so i mean that shows how good he ended the season right. uh only seven home runs but they expect his power to come come as his uh age progresses again i think that's a fucking steal of a deal good for them good for the Rays bad for us mlb says 90 percent of minor leaguers will have housing needs met and they say uh it will be better housing than they first established in you know when they start talking about this was it maybe a month ago or congratulations
0: to the mlb for doing the bare minimum
1: yes good for the MLB. <laughs> uh, that was our last little news bit here let me give you a story the cleveland major league baseball franchise's first days. the guardians started off with a fucking Bang! Uh, a sign installed outside the Cleveland Guardians team store fell from its mount, crashing onto the sidewalk below. The crash occurred around 40 minutes after the store opened. A worker is seen checking the bolts on the sign when it just snaps from the section of the store's exterior. One onlooker yelled, well, that's an ominous sign. Sidewalk was then closed off by authorities as workers cleaned up the area. The crash occurred as Guardians member really officially went on sale. The new sale resulted in long lines outside the ballpark store. Uh, this kind of exceeds expectations said the team director of merchandising of the large crowds, having people show up at 630. And then we had 100 people in by 914. You can kind of see the store looks like we're having a game today. And then they dropped the sign on outside. Ooh, good stuff. Uh, I think, like people said, I'm going to sign. It was a bad name to begin with. We bashed it up and down. The Guardians. being that being it,
0: it is It is a bad name.
1: It's not great. And the logo, looks think, cool, but it's a bad name. Yeah. And I don't like the word logo, like the written. I,
0: I always name. like that stuff. Cause it's kind of retro to me. I'll tell you this. I think it would be a really good name for a hockey
1: team. I think it'd be great.
0: Yeah. But it just doesn't reek of baseball to me.
1: No, it doesn't. And the sign falling 40 minutes after you open your team stores, just gotta bring bad news.
0: Yeah, I wonder... Does not bode well. And as we know, people in sports are mighty superstitious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always think of that Michael Scott quote. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little superstitious. I'm a little superstitious. <laughs> a little superstitious is so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> oh, I got one more thing I wanted to talk about that I please. totally forgot to mention in hockey, dude. Please, please, please. The Finnish slab himself. Oh, Capo fuck. Caco is you still the He is still scoring, he is still putting up points. I hope he continues because I am loving it. It is making me smile. I mean, dude, he's 20 years old. Like, I think about that and I'm like, Jesus Christ, to be yeah. 20 years old, which means he was thrown into the NHL at fucking 18. And people have been basically. What's so funny is like for the past few weeks before all this started happening, people were saying we need to send him down to the AHL. He's not ready. He's a bust. And then he just comes out like fucking gangbusters and guns ablazing. Nope. I am six foot three inches of pure finish fuck slab and you can fuck off and I'm loving it and I hope it continues. Not only am I riding the Reeves train, but I am straddling between the Reeves train and the Kako train so uh let's get it yeah that's all i wanted to say we could get the hell out of here now bro it's been <laughs> uh, good, it's man. been a, a long one and an enjoyable one good to talk to you hopefully as i
1: continue confessing my love for mac jones next week as you have for the finished fuck slab here today
0: <laughs> yeah uh my thoughts and prayers will be with you and um i hope it goes well for you all right so follow us on all the socials It's like instagram twitter twitch and not youtube right now but you can follow us there anyway it's awesome, Colorcast. Colorcast, yeah. It's all Stone Sports Podcast. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. And uh, let's get out of here. Say goodbye.
1: Mara Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, yes, yes. And that as well. Peace.